and welcome to today's episode of Snippets of Scripture. Dylan, can you please give us today's verse? Yes, of course. Leviticus 10, 3. Moses then said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke of when he said, Among those who approach me, I will be proved holy. In the sight of all the people, I will be honored. Aaron remained silent. Now, a little bit of context behind this verse. Uh, Aaron's sons have just been smote by the power of God. The Israelites are in Egypt. Uh, They're wandering around in the wilderness. They've built the tabernacle. They've built the Ark of the Covenant. And God has given them specific instructions into the way in which he is to be worshipped. Ways that sort of help describe the holiness of God, the way that God is set apart from the rest of creation in the way that he's holy and and righteous and and perfect. And in this, yeah, he he gives instructions as to to how he is to be worshipped. And Aaron's sons, being priests... Um, sort of approach God in a way that is not in line with this um, and God strikes them down because they, mm. they haven't obeyed him. Uh, and it's really an example of the way that, you know, God is too holy for sinful human beings to come into contact with him. You know, right. no real creature or something that has been created can can come into the presence of God if it has been stained by the curse of sin. Dylan, can you think of any other examples in the Old Testament where... You know, God has struck down maybe somebody who's come into his holy presence. Yeah, well, certainly in regards to his Ark of the Covenant, Mm. uh, 2 Samuel 6, when uh, it's being moved towards David, uh, there's a man there by the name of Uzzah, U-Z-Z-A-H, and he seemingly quite innocuously actually uh, touches the Ark because one of the oxen has kind of failed and he's uh, there almost kind of saving the Ark, right? Mm. But because he touched it without special permission and Mm. because he touched it against the laws of God, his act was deemed irreverent, it says in Mm. the text in 2 Samuel 6. And as a result, he was struck down as well. Mm, That's right. And so in in the Old Testament, there's only one person who is able to come into the presence of God. Mm. Um, They believe that, you know, God's presence dwelt above the Ark of the Covenant, um, in the mercy seat, as it is called. Yeah. Uh, and only one person was able to come into that presence, and that was the high priest. Uh, once a year on the Day of Atonement, he would make a sacrifice on behalf of the people um, so that not only his sins were cleansed, but that the people's sins were cleansed. And because he was clean, he was able to come before God to offer the prayers to the people. Now, you're probably wondering, you know, what does this all, all this Old Testament stuff have to do with Christians, you know, this is about how, how the Israelites were able to come before God's presence. You know, we're Christians. Um, why is this relevant to us? And it is relevant because it sort of helps us to, you know, establish how we are able to come before God's presence as Christians. You know, Jesus is the high priest. Um, he offered the sacrifice to pay for our sins. He's the one that comes before God. But in, um, in Hebrews chapter 9, verses 14 to 15, it reads, How much more then will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death, so that we may serve the living God. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. So the death of Christ, the death of the perfect, sinless, unblemished lamb, um, in the same way that the sacrifice paid for the sins of the people, so the high priest could come before God, the blood of Christ pays for our sins so that we can come before God. 
Um, not only so that, you know, we can pray to God, we can bring our prayers and petitions to him, knowing that he will hear us, um, you know, but the ultimate gift that um, as we are sanctified by Christ, but we are able to come into God's presence in eternity after our death. And a great Christian hymn that sums us up perfectly, the very first verse of To God Be the Glory. To God be the glory, great things he has done. So loved he the world that he gave us his son and this camp who yielded his life and atonement for sin and opened the life gate that all may go in. Mm.